Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Facebook. Welcome to Afternoons with me. I'm Bill Arnold, and I am amazed and overjoyed with what God is doing in our One Child campaign. I'm so glad to be welcoming Ty Van Rensburg to the show. He is an engagement lead for One Child with an incredible background. But let's first start by just celebrating what God is doing through this campaign called One Child. Uh, Faith Radio listeners are absolutely stepping up. We're so pleased and thrilled with your decision to participate and to make such a difference in this program. But for now, let's welcome Ty Van Resberg to the show. Ty, welcome. Hey, Bo, how are you doing? Thank you so much yeah. for having me on. This is exciting. It's very exciting. There's an amazing buzz. Uh, people are stepping up and making an incredible difference uh, for one child. You've got an incredible story. I would love for you to share a little bit about your background as we get started. Yeah, yeah, Bill, I've been with One Child now for um, 12 years. And uh, before that, if you go back, I was born in Zimbabwe. Uh, my parents were born in Zimbabwe. My ga- grandparents were born in Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe is actually a country that One Child works in uh, today. Out of the 15 countries that we work in around the world, Zimbabwe is one of those. So very special to me. But um, at a very young age, my dad was working with a lot of nonprofits. And at that time, Mozambique, who is our neighboring country, had gone through, uh, was going through tremendous war. And we had a lot of refugees, hundreds and thousands of people that walked over um, to the sort of the eastern part of Zimbabwe. So through the work that my dad was doing as a young boy, six, seven years old, I would go with him in the 18 wheeler that was carrying, uh, you know, tons of food and relief aid and medical equipment, whatever it was, just really thinking about that um, trying to help that crisis, I would go out there with him for a few days. And you drive into what you could picture as a refugee camp in a very remote area, really nothing there, no buildings or infrastructure at all, but thousands of people in desperate need. So being exposed to that and spending a couple of days there, I mean, I was a kid, so I would get out the truck and while they were handing out food or doing medical giving medical attention. I'm running around playing soccer with all the kids. But <laughs> one thing I yeah, one thing I didn't realize then, Bill, and and sort of it's it's really hit me here in the last um, few years of my time at One Child is that I had an opportunity to leave. Right at the end of the day or the two or three days that we were there, I got back into the truck and we went home and I got on with uh, my life, you know, back in the city and where we grew up in in Zimbabwe. And um, that's something that has just stuck with me today. You know, it's like I said, I've been with one child for 12 years. I've visited the 15 countries that we work in. I've been into hundreds and hundreds of hope centers, which is where our program actually takes place, a, um, a center attached to a local thriving church. And I've said to myself, you know, I just never want to leave. Even today, I was in Uh, the Dominican Republic recently. And once again, I had the opportunity to walk out, but 
I always want to keep going back. And that's what keeps me um, here at One Child is, is going back, knowing that every time we get to go back, being on the radio with you here is that we're going back, we're making a difference. Uh, we're letting people know um, how important this is. Mm-hmm. We want to encourage people to go right now to myfaithradio.com and check on the one child uh, click and you can go right to the page and you can see so many of these children that are uh, are in need and we'd love for you to step up at this uh, time. Uh, Ty Van Rensburg is my guest and Ty, I know you've traveled the world and you've met so many kids living in such extreme poverty I know there's stories uh, you can ta- tell or, or a story of a graduate story that stands out for you. Oh, well, there's, there's I so many. It's a, and it's I, a that, that's question. the joy. It is. Yeah. And that's the joy. You know, when you get to, when you get to go into, uh, like I said, a hope center, right? Hundreds of kids there, they're graduates there. Um, a lot of the kids that graduate from the program, they, uh, they stay in those communities. Uh, some of them leave and, and they go into the city and get a job, but uh, come back, or they start a family, whatever it may be in their community. So there's always graduates to talk to. And, um, you know, I, I've got three here for you. So uh, Hewitt, I met Hewitt in Ethiopia, and uh, such a cool story. Hewitt was actually sponsored at the age of six years old, and she is now an accountant um, for Pepsi in Addis Ababa in, in, in Ethiopia. And uh, she's a cool story. She's actually an accountant because the first letter she received from her sponsor at six years old, her sponsor introduced herself and said, hey, Hewitt, I'm an accountant. And she actually showed me that letter. She still has it right now. She's in her Mm. 20s. So she has that letter. (laughs) And, um, you know, it just it was like, hey, I can I can be something. Somebody else believes in me and I want to be an accountant like her. But anyway, Hewitt, um, she described Uh, the Hope Center, she said, Ty, this place is home to me. This place feels like home to me. And I thought that was such a significant statement, right? If we can all think about our home or a place that feels safe, you know, and secure for us. And before that, you know, you look at the outside of that Hope Center and it is not a safe and secure place. I mean, it is a slum in the middle of the city. And as you can imagine, one of the darkest places um, on our planet. I got to meet with Koi, another graduate uh, in Nairobi, Kenya. And as we were talking and she was telling me a little about her story, she's, she's a poet now and um, she's into music and arts and everything and doing extremely well in that. She told me, she said, Ty, I found my identity in this place. I found myself here. And I started thinking about that too. You know, if you can think back to a place where you really found yourself, you know, who you, who God had called you to be. And that, that's, that is our vision here at One Child is we want to see kids thrive in who God has called them to be. And for Koi to say that statement that I found my identity here is, is just extremely powerful. And then uh, Sambath in Cambodia, she's now in her twenties as well. And uh, another incredible story. She's actually uh, a doctor and going out into remote areas of Cambodia and, and helping kids there. But she lost her parents at a very young age, um, very remote, poor part of, of Cambodia. And she walked into a Hope Center uh, for the first time and she was greeted by what we call a child champion. So that would be 
uh, like the pastor or the Hope Center director. And uh, the Hope Center director gave her a huge hug. Six years old, just lost both her parents. She walks in there, she gets a hug and she said, Ty, I felt something different. She said, I just felt something and I, I couldn't quite figure out what it was as a little six-year-old girl walking into this environment. And as she began to go back to the Hope Center year after year and, and talk to our champions, um, she said, I, I figured out what that emotion was that day and it was love. And this one gets me every time, but here's a six-year-old girl that is feeling love, what it is like to be loved for the first time. Um, and that's many kids, you know, I mean, we have a lot of kids that have uh, broken family situations and you never know what goes on within the home, but to be able to walk in a place and somebody gives you a hug and you feel love for the first time. And what I believe, Bill, is that day that uh, our heavenly father, right, his love flowed through that Hope Center director and overwhelmed uh, Sambath's little heart. And he mm -hmm. flooded her with, uh, with his love, right? So that love that she felt that day, I believe that's his love, his overwhelming love and care um, for her. So yeah, those are, I could go on and on and on and on, but it's just incredible to, to be with graduates from a program. And as they, they always, always reflect back to uh, letters from their sponsor at an early age, the words that were written down, the encouragement that a sponsor says that, um, along with the champions in, in the program, those words are so important, right? That, hey, we're with you, we, we believe in you. Uh, we know that a better future is possible for you and that you can do it, so. You told that story so beautifully, Ty, and it, it did so. uh, choke me up too, because I know everyone listening right now, whether it be their own child or their grandchild, that they would want to gush love on that child or that grandchild mm. and that this little uh, girl doesn't understand love till age six. I mean, I know yeah. that just, that just gets on everybody. Um, everybody's radar to know, yes, we want that child to have love. So um, let's talk a little bit about child sponsorship and, you know, people, people want to know, does, you know, does it work and does it make a difference? And I know your answer is emphatically yes, but encourage yeah. people to, to step up right now and go to, um, myfaithradio.com and click on the sponsor a child and, and make a difference in a child's life. I'd love for you to say more about that. Absolutely. You know, child sponsorship, if you look at it, uh, is, is $39 a month. And we ask you to, to do that and join us for as long as you're able, right? There's no contract here as long as you're able. And our, our hope is that you would, you would be with that child through, their, uh, through when they graduate um, at 16, 17, 18 years old. And, you know, when you look at it, when you think about child sponsorship, it can sound very transactional. But what I want to let you know is how relational this is. We're talking about true child development on the other side. And you go onto the website and, and log on and see that little child and you see their face there. What you don't see in that photo, but what is immediately surrounding them at that Hope Center is our child champions who are committed leaders, who believe in those kids, who listen to them, who wanna see them thrive, right? So I think of child sponsorship as um, child development that is holistic, 
when you think about education, nutritional sport, physical sport, obviously the spiritual side of things is very, very important to us with that hope center attached to a life-giving church that believes in their community, has a vision for their community. So we, um, we have what we call child champions, like I've mentioned a couple of times, and our goal here at, at One Child, I think our, our program can be summed up, is that we serve the champion so that the child can thrive, right? We want to serve those child champions, and, and many of them have grown up in those same communities. They know how difficult it is, right? They've persevered through that, and somebody's probably come alongside of them and helped them with it. So we want to serve those champions so that kids thrive. So when you think of your $39 a month that you're sending over there to that child, I mean, it is going to... Um, this holistic program that is supporting so many needs of that child, um, including the people around them, giving them resources to be able to say, hey, we want to equip you as best as possible to pour into these kids. You know, it reminds me of if you think about uh, uh, our schools here in, in the U.S., right? We want to equip those teachers to be champions for those kids. When those kids walk in a classroom and, and, and a teacher uh, believes in them, listens to them, knows them by name, knows their story. Uh, that's that's exactly what happens in in, mm-hmm. in our hope centers around the world. Mm-hmm. Ty Van Rensburg is my guest. He's the engagement lead for One Child. We are excited about it. If you go to myfaithradio.com, you can check right on the sponsor of Child, learn more about that. I highly encourage you to do so. When we come back, I want to find out about some of the harder places he's been to and he's seen. He's been to all 15 countries and he's got quite a bunch of stories we want to hear them we'll be right back back with Ty Van Rensburg. He is the engagement lead for One Child, as we are extremely excited about what God is doing uh, through Faith Radio right now and the lives of so many young kids around the world. If you have not been to MyFaithRadio.com, go there now and you can click on the Sponsor a Child and learn more about One Child, as we are ambitiously hoping to have a lot of people say yes to sponsoring a child. And Ty's been with the organization for at least 12 years. I know he's been to all the countries that One Child works in, and I know you've seen some pretty amazing uh, desperate situations, uh, Ty. I'd love to hear about uh, one of them just to give listeners a little uh, idea of some of the places you've been and some of the situations you've been in. And then I also want to hear about the Hope Centers and how they are connected with local churches. So those are my my two top questions for you in the next eight minutes. Yeah, Bill, thank you. And thank you to all of those who have already sponsored with us here uh, throughout this campaign. It's incredible. You you are now part of our global community of child champions. So we thank you so much uh, for that. Yeah, Bill, you know, just thinking through um, through different stories. And uh, I was um, I was in a, a remote part of um, of the Philippines, uh, an, an island in the south of the uh, Philippines, Mindanao. And we drove for a couple of hours in, in a Land Rover. Uh, to get to this uh, this tribe, this remote tribe, and obviously when we get there, there's there's not much at all, you know. But we were starting a hope center there, so this was new work for us that was going on. And we, uh, you know, you walk into 
the place and they had a little a little building there where they had tried to establish a school and through the sponsorship program we were going to help resource that and try bring in more kids from around the community but just seeing um how isolated and remote it was and thinking okay here is i'm in this community and here is a um a pastor that we met there the chief of of the tribe and he's obviously committed to this and he said yes to us and, and wants us to come in and help him do this and um we got to interact with him and i was like man he was just an incredible leader but there was so much need within his um community and the next day when before we got to leave i want to go say goodbye to him and just say thank you for hosting us and i asked where the chief was um and we uh you know they walked me over to the the little classroom and they said well he's in the classroom so i was expecting him to be either teaching or be at the back of the class and i walked in and he was sitting down um on the floor uh, there were no desks or anything really and then he was sitting down on the floor with these kids and the teacher was teaching them and it's like wow this is this is really interesting and he was answering questions and everything um and the project director came over to me and she said he's in the fourth grade now and he's in class this morning um and he's studying because he wants to be a lawyer uh he wants to educate himself so that he can stand up for his tribe and you know in court or council or whatever it may be um and the kids she was like it's just incredible that the kids see that and they come to school they want to see it but their leader their chief is sitting there and he's learning with them so just to give you that visual of a place where you think okay there's you know it's remote and there's not much here but you walk into that environment and you see how much um care and love and support um and vision that leader has for the kids in his community this is it was incredible yeah just hearing that you're going to say goodbye to him then what did you do go to starbucks and then leave <laughs> yeah uh, you I know mean, it's just yeah. <laughs> Just the whole idea of being so remote just makes me feel yeah. a little panicky, just to be honest, because you, you think, boy, you're really out in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. And, you know, when you think that's 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 if you one child out, out tagline there is we bring hope to hard places. And yeah, if right. you want to go to the hard places, that's that's what it Oof. is. Right. You're going yeah, to places yeah. like that. And and sometimes it can feel, uh, you know, it's geographically hard to get to. Or it's a community. It's slums. But, you know, there's. When you think about a hope center and all the kids are there, uh, you know we can't forget that when you think about hope in hard places, um, what about that hard place inside? You know, and mm -hmm. we want to bring hope to the hard place within uh, those kids. And I think we can all look at our lives and, and know from time to time, hey, we got some some tough things going on. So when you think of that place of uh, despair within a child and uh, being in a hope center but now surrounded like that chief right somebody who is mm -hmm. committed to them who listens to them who wants to see them thrive and see them thrive and who God has designed them to be um that's that's what i love about what we do around the world is linking arms uh with incredible uh champions child champions who believe in kids right uh we can through child sponsorship uh we can do a lot from here but we can't walk into uh, a classroom a church uh, every single day and give a kid a hug right or sit down and right. talk to them so uh when you think about um 
this child sponsorship, just know that you are linking arms with that global community. You're becoming part of that global community, uh, joining those those kids and those champions around the world. Mm-hmm. And Ty, when, whenever we do a, a, any kind of promotion, I know the listeners who are extremely um, faithful to, to Faith Radio, they, they give generously, they care. So when we present something like this, they are going to instantly you know, take our word for it, but we just want yeah. you to express to them as well that your organization, you know, is, is fiscally responsible. And, you know, if I start, start sponsoring a child, does that mean the majority of it is going to reach him or her, or does a lot of it go to administrative overhead? You know, the questions like that, I, I think are fair questions and I don't, you don't need to take a lot of time, but I'd love to just hear your response to that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously an administrative overhead that's built in into that day, but when you think about, you know, over um, 83, 84% of that going uh, to the program, to the child directly mm-hmm. uh, to what's going on in the ground, right. To be able to support uh, that hope center, reach out to those kids. So yeah, I would um, just encourage you that it, it is uh, obviously going to the child and, and that's the number one question that we get, right, is where is, okay. where is my $39 a month Ex- go? Exactly, um, yeah. And then do talk about yeah. the Hope Centers in the couple of minutes we have left. Yeah, that's, I mean, a Hope Center is really, uh, gosh, that's that's um, my, my favorite part. And uh, when you're able to to walk into, like I said, a Hope Center, we, we connect our Hope Centers, uh, like I said, to local churches around the world. Um, so when you walk into a Hope Center, it's right there connected to a local church. And obviously that church is um, believes in their community. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that we, we look for. When we partner with a local church in all the countries that we work in, we want to make sure that there are committed leaders there, right? Does that pastor, does that church, do they care about kids? Do they have kids in attendance in their program before we even arrive? Um, and then we want to help support that vision. Are there child champions? Are there people, the volunteers who who are parents who are coming in, who are bringing their kids into that? What is what is the participation like? You know, so and then we can come along and resource that program through the sponsorship, and we can equip them, and we can grow together. But we want to make sure um, that we have a posture of listening. You know, this mm-hmm. is local first. They have that vision. They know their community. You say no means that we want to come in and say, hey, this is how we should fix things. We want to listen to them. So that's um, that's that's the beauty of working alongside uh, people who are committed to their communities is uh, is linking arms with those hope centers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been an amazing uh, day. Thank you so much, uh, Ty, for coming on the show. You're the first person I've ever talked to that was born in Zimbabwe. So thank you for making <laughs> my day. Uh, that's a first for me. And thank you for the yeah. work you do at One Child. I want to encourage everybody to go to MyFaithRadio.com and click on the Sponsor a Child link. Uh, and that's uh, at MyFaithRadio.com. Ty Van Rensburg has been my guest engagement lead for One Child. Ty, thanks so much for doing the show. Well, thank you so much. It's uh, It's been an incredible honor talking to you. And thank you to all of those who are um, considering sponsoring a child with us and all of those who have already said yes. Thank Amen. you. We'll take a short break and be right back.
incredible testimony, and we are so uh, happy that so many people have stepped up to sponsor a child. So thank you for doing that. We are going to do this for the next couple of hours, and then we're going to wrap up our initiative, but we are thrilled that you have said yes. There are so many beautiful kids that can be sponsored through the One Child Initiative we're doing. You can go to MyFaithRadio.com and look over these beautiful kids, and you can uh, figure out what God is speaking to you to do and what child you might want to sponsor and become a child champion. I'm here with Paul Perot, who made the trek to Honduras. The intrepid trek. The intrepid (laughs) trek to Honduras in November. And that was quite a trip, Paul. You got a firsthand experience to see these kids. I did. And, you know, you go into countries like this, you're not knowing what to expect. I've never traveled south of the... Okay, I did cross over once into Tijuana, Mexico for a few hours when visiting my brother down in San Diego. That was the only time I was south of the border. Okay. This was an actual trip down there for several days for the purpose of viewing the work of one child and their hope centers. And uh, as interesting as Tijuana was, it was, uh, Honduras was not like that. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, level of poverty, the, it, the, the thing, again, that keeps tr- striking me is the broken homes, the broken buildings, the rubble piles, the garbage, the, the, just things were dirty. And, you know, we're so used to, I mean, we, we can complain about potholes and stuff like that around here, uh, being in Minnesota like you and I are. Um, that, we have it nice. <laughs> we have it really nice mm-hmm. compared to what's down there. And and then, boy, I could go in so many different directions. I know where you want me to go on this. Uh, but it was um, seeing the work of people, the uh, the hope centers, the the directors, the volunteers, the child champions at the various hope centers, what they are fighting for for their children, for their country, mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, I think of the children that are getting sponsored by amazing faith radio listeners across the network, and they're stepping up and making a decision to sponsor a child, become a child champion. And I was re- I was reminded of like I think it was in tenth grade or something, and. I tried out for some team, and the coach posted the names of the players who made the team on a sheet of paper outside of his door because he was a teacher. Yeah. So there wasn't a formal announcement. There was a list of names posted. So you would race to the door to see if your name was on the list. And for those whose names were on the list, it was an incredible moment of excitement. Mm -hmm. And for those whose names weren't on the list, you walked away in complete despair. And I'm thinking of these children that are getting sponsored. Mm -hmm. And the initiative is is to sponsor as many, many kids as we can. And you think of the excitement they're going to hear about when they find out that Paul Perot has gone ahead and sponsored a child mm-hmm. and you're going to, they're going to have that connection. And then you think of the kids that are going to walk up to that list and not see their name on it because they weren't sponsored. Yeah, they do have kids waiting. Now the, the hope centers, they'll oftentimes have kids in waiting is actively involved, but they know they need the sponsor for them. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, they, they, they relish the time when they get the announcement, Hey, Bill, this guy named Bill Arnold up in uh, the Twin Cities has sponsored you, and it is precious. As a matter of fact, okay, one of our 
one of the people who went, I went down with, we had members of Northwestern Media, a uh, person from each of our stations. I went as Faith Radio's representative. There was one from our station, one of our stations in Illinois, WBGL. Courtney Canfield went down, and she hadn't sponsored yet. And we're at one of the Hope Centers, and there's this young lady that actually I was thinking, okay, this this would be a nice young uh, girl for my wife Jessica and I to sponsor. Mm-hmm. But Courtney started talking to her first, and it really was wonderful because they had the same birthday. Mm-hmm. And that was to Courtney, that was, oh, that's a sign. This is the child I'm supposed to. And so when they finally, you know, they told the young girl, Miss Courtney here is going to be your sponsor. I mean, she, her face lit up and Courtney was right there. And I mean, it was just a wonderful hug and embrace. And they've already exchanged letters, according to Courtney, and they're developing that relationship. It, it's great Courtney had an opportunity to actually be there when <laughs> they told her, hey, you've got a sponsor now. Um, but for other kids, even though they may not see their sponsor, the fact that they hear, hey, somebody cares enough for me mm-hmm. to sponsor me, it, 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 it's amazing to them. They feel loved instantly, oh, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They feel loved. Now, Paul, how good are you at pronouncing some of the names of these beautiful kids here on the I website? I can try. Well, no, you go to MyFaithRadio.com, okay. and there's the one child... You can click on the sponsor now, and you're not going to be instantly uh, led to an obligation. You're just going to be. Uh, you just get see, to look at some of the see all kids. these kids, yeah. Right. And I got to tell you, these are some names, some tough ones. I'm looking at this girl from India, Sivasangari Shenbagnam. Oh, sh- <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they have nicknames. Yeah. You know, I maybe like- Siv. I kind of like Compeak, right? Compeachim? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful little boy from Cambodia, six mm-hmm. years old. Yes, very six sweet. years old. Yep. His birthday's coming up middle of this next month, mm-hmm. so he'll be turning seven. A handsome young man there, and I'm look, opening up his profile. But yeah, he's in Cambodia, and I guess he's a pretty smart one. He learns new words quickly, very kind. Unlike, unlike us. Unlike <laughs> us. I don't, I don't learn new words quickly. Do you, Paul? Um, I like to dabble. I like to create new words, but he's learning words. So, yes, and again, he's looking for a sponsor. Again, uh, Comfic, I believe. Comfic? Comfic. I kind of like that. You know what's so beautiful about this, you guys, is last night at this time, I was looking at the names and actually kind of praying over the kids that were on the page, and these are all new children. So Mm -hmm. that means throughout the last 24 hours since we've been on this hour last yesterday, there have been many children that have been adopted. That you prayed for. Championed, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how about that? So these are all new faces and names and cute little outfits. Chan and Nari have this great little uh, matching uh, green shirt with black pants. So adorable. I wonder, they don't look like they're siblings, but, <laughs> you know, they're so cute. They are. So cute. Hey, we have had a great, uh, well, almost two days now. We're going to be wrapping this up in about another hour and a half, at least this on-air push like we're doing right now. We'll still, the opportunity is always going to be there on our website for you to go and sponsor a child. But boy, could you help us now? 77 people have already come forward Mm -hmm. since we started this saying, yes, count me in. And could you be number 78 right now to go to? That'd be sweet. Go to MyFaithRadio.com, click on 
uh, sponsor one child, or if you'd rather talk to an, an operator and get it taken care of over the phone, it's 800-864-0200. You know, gentlemen, can yeah. we say yes, Rosie. the goal by 6 o'clock oh. is 100 children yes, champion. Yes, we can say that. That's we'll say that. 13 children champion. And, well, you know, well, wait, hang on. 13. More than that, isn't it? Is it? Twenty-three. Oh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. I gotta 23. like my math. Yeah. <laughs> so you, can you, you're learning new math. Every I'm day. learning new math every day. Yeah. yeah. Next so. time, take your shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> and start counting with my toes too. Yeah. <laughs> twenty-three would be spectacular. Oh my goodness. Think, I think I think the listeners of Afternoons with Bill Arnold can do it. I think they can. We have some yeah. wonderful regular listeners that tune in every day. That you know, encourage us throughout the show and have great comments on the text line coming in. I bet you they're out there waiting to yeah. find their child to champion. Paul Perot, you uh, produce Carmen's show in the morning, mm-hmm. and I don't know what she would do without you. Uh, <laughs> she wouldn't She wouldn't be able to exist without you. So oh, thank you. That's what fine. she says. No, that's not true. That's not what she says. So thank you for what you do. You're one mm-hmm. of the most faithful, hardworking people in radio that I've ever met. You have an incredible heart, uh, not only for doing radio, but for the Lord. And you have sponsored a child. And yes. I just want to say, when you hear about these children being sponsored, you know that they're going to end up at at a Hope Center. Mm -hmm. Maybe you would describe what a Hope Center is and what's going to happen to these kids when they get to a Hope Center. Okay, I will describe the Hope Center, the Hope Centers I saw in Honduras. Okay. I say that because Hope Centers are run individually by churches that have partnered with one child. Yes, they have to make sure they are churches that are preaching the gospel. But beyond that, it's like, okay, you know your community, you know your country, you know your culture, you know these kids. How can we help you serve them? And so a Hope Center in Cambodia may not be run the exact same way as one in Honduras. That's okay, because they want to be culturally contextualized helping the kids. But what I did see is a mission, and it kind of is fourfold. Uh, David Garcia, who's the director of that country in in uh, Honduras, Explain it to us. We try and do four things. Number one, we make sure they have adequate food. And actually the food they share not only with the kids, but they also help out the families as well. Then they say we want to make sure health-wise, medically, emotionally, uh, psychologically, they're doing well. Mm -hmm. We help in that area as well. We help with educational support. I saw that because many of the times after they have some group activities, they would go into classrooms and they would do things, studying words, studying, you know, basically what you would do, grade level appropriate education. Now, that's nice. Those three elements, very, very, very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But David Garcia said, okay, if I only do those three, all I've done is given, um, created a very healthy, a very, um, you know, satisfied well, as far as full, educated gang member. Because mm-hmm. that's the problem down in Honduras. A lot of kids, a lot of people don't have hope. They, If they can't find a good job, they fall into the gang activity. They, they have no identity. And, and so, they, That's another story. I'll yeah. get, we can talk about that. But without that spiritual element, the last element is the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact, hey, you are made in God's image. He created you. He loves you. He has redeemed you in Christ. And through him, you can do great things. So those four elements together, if they're not there... These kids wouldn't thrive. And, Mm -hmm. again, they're looking to transform their country. They love their country. They love their people. They want to see them thrive. 
just like we do here in America. We want to see our country. They want to see their country thrive. Even amidst all the troubles that are going on right now, they're planting seeds for the future. So the kids are getting all of that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when the kids are impacted... I mentioned that families are helped out. Yeah, the families are impacted. Many of the families send their kids to the Hope Center. The kids hear about the gospel. They come to know the Lord. The families hear about that, and they also see how the kids are loved and how they're being loved by the mm-hmm. Hope Centers. Families are transformed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and then these people are have a nice automatic church to get plugged into, mm-hmm. to get that fellowship. I mean, it's it's, again, a very holistic way they're doing it down in Honduras. Yeah, when you were in Honduras, Paul... Tell me about the emotions, the range of emotions you were going through. Did you get back to your hotel room at night and were you sleepless? Were you weepy? Were you excited? What were you? I was spent. Yeah. I was spent a lot of those nights. It's like, yeah, I know some of the other people on the trip, they're doing other things in the evening. Of course, I get up early in the morning anyway. That was part of it too. But at the end, it's like, that was a lot to take in. Yeah. I just need to... Just need to relax and calm down. And, yeah. and it, that's, that's Paul Perot talking, and he went to Honduras and, and what, saw firsthand what one child does and how well they operate in the country of Honduras. For example, there's 14 other countries that they are in, and if you are now willing to step up, this would be your moment, your time Please. to change one child's life. And you're, you're making sure one child in extreme poverty gets help. It's just that simple. We're talking about nutrition and healthcare and education, and they're going to find out about the love of Jesus. And the cost is $39 a month. And this is your moment for signing up to be a sponsor. And you think that you'll be changing their life. You will be, but I bet they'll be changing your life too. Oh, that is the hope that their lives will be changed. Yeah. So you can go to myfaithradio.com right now and Sign up, or you can go to this phone number if you'd like to speak to someone directly, 800-864-0200. I encourage you to take action right now. So when I come back, hopefully we'll hear lots of people that have said yes to one child. Bumper Friday. Do we have two bumpers there, Rosie? <laughs> we started Double bumper with bumper Friday. There oh you go. My yeah, gosh. A couple of bumpers to get back into the segment. So it's Friday and it's one child and oh my goodness. Yeah. Too much that, going on yeah, on my side of the It's Kind of exciting for me, to be honest. I <laughs> love the first bumper and I love the second bumper. Oh, yes. So we had two bumpers to get us back. But uh, this is pro- how God keeps me in humility. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, we're so glad to be uh, talking today about one child and just had a text message from a listener saying, I, I sponsor a child at $39 does not seem like much. Can I give her more 
or would you prefer sponsor another child? That's the heart of Faith Radio mm-hmm. listeners. I love it. And the answer to that is sponsor another child. Sponsor another yeah. child if you can. They've got yes. this figured out. They have this dialed down to figure out what it takes to make a difference in a kid's life. Mm-hmm. It's been great watching the the tally come in of people who have come on board as child champions. And there have been several I've seen already today who sponsor two children. They sponsored a girl and they sponsored a boy. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. thank you so much. I'm here with Paul Perot and Rosie B. And Paul Perot made the... The trek to Honduras in early November, which was kind of life-changing for you in a way, wasn't it? It was very life-changing yeah. to see the work of people in difficult situations to do something amazing for God's kingdom, to build into the lives of young children, to build into their country, because uh, they love their people. They love their children. Well, it gives us an opportunity to be global Christians. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you've supported missionaries your whole life. Maybe you've been involved in short-term or long-term mission work. So you know what it's like to be across the globe in another place, making a difference for the Lord, right? Uh, to be honest, no. Well, I know. I'm this saying is, in general. Oh, in general. I'm not talking, I'm not talking I thought you were talking to me specifically. No, not you specifically. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I know you've been to the Wisconsin Dells and then Honduras. That's, <laughs> well, yeah, that's crossing over into Wisconsin <laughs> can be... <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I lived 12 years in Wisconsin. Love you guys. Yeah, I know. I'm still a Viking fan. But when we get to heaven, there will be all different races and tribes and tongues, tongues and yes. everything. So you're going to be able to make a significant difference into the life of someone across the globe who hopefully one day will look at you and say, I know you. You sponsored me when I was 10. And that, I was that's a 10-year-old cool. boy in Cambodia, and you made a difference in my life. Yeah. Um, we we had a, in here this morning Mitch Hildebrandt, who is part of One Child, who sponsored children uh, through One Child, and he had a uh, letter from his child who graduated out of the out of the mm-hmm. system because they became an adult. They're heading off to, you know, adult stuff, going off to college and like that. But he had a just a final letter from them <laughs> just thanking him and his wife so much for mm-hmm. all they did for her. I, I wish I had the letter. It was he read it this morning. Yeah, I it wish was you would too. Paul. Beautiful. That would have made the it segment was killer. Beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean, you tease me out with my this, letter. Hey, could we make it up? You tease me with this letter, and then I I don't, I don't I have it here in front well, of me. Do you have a letter there? Yeah. I have a letter that I wrote myself. Oh, beautiful. To myself. Oh. oh. Uh, there's a video about it on our Facebook page, but um, Ferrandice, who um, is with one child. He was one of our tour leaders down there, and he at the just before we left gave us each a postcard or a let you know card. Yeah, and, uh, can put an envelope, and he said, "Write yourself a letter, and I'm going to send it to you in late January, right before we do the on-air campaign that we're doing." Mm-hmm. And okay, I I was thinking of the song, and when I'm I got the card, oh, I'm writing a letter to myself. There's a song by Mercy Me, Dear Younger Me, where he's mm-hmm. older Bart Millard writing a younger Bart Millard. Okay. I want to know how your letter starts. Is it, hey, good looking? <laughs> no. <laughs> he had a I'm check. honest with myself. Okay, Come on. He had a check. He's like, eh, that was yeah, a okay. nice as as, salutation. Yeah, as long yeah, as you started out. No, no. So I want to hear more. E- even though I can't say, Dear Younger Me, I did say, Dear Older. Dear Older Paul, don't forget what you saw, heard, smelled, felt. Don't forget the brave, visionary leaders, the mama bears who stood up to gangs. Don't forget the volunteer child champions fighting for the future of their nation. Don't forget about their joy, pride, and commitment. Don't forget the generosity. Quick break. We went down there 
wanting to meet these kids and help them. They were giving us gifts. As a matter of fact, um, underneath the poncho that I bought down there, yeah, I have a uh, a soccer jersey mm-hmm. that they made with my name on it, with the nice. Honduras flag oh, on very it. Nice. Okay, back to the letter. Don't forget their eyes and the eyes of the kids. Mm. Don't do not forget. Signed, younger Paul. Mm. I'm one of those who looks into eyes a lot. Um, Something hard for me to do because I'm naturally an introvert. But I I learned to do that doing retail. You know, I try to treat the customer well. And I've taken that elsewhere and looking into the eyes. And you can see the kids who are coming into the Mm -hmm. Hope Centers for the first few times. There's a, um, in their eyes, there's a sadness and yet... And an expectancy. But I've noticed as the kids are older, they've been in the Hope Centers longer, there's a brightness in the eyes. There's a, there's a hope. You, you know, eyes are a window to the soul, and you can see what's happening in their, in their lives. And then I, I met some of the people who are graduates of these Hope Centers. Many of them were, they had a few that were translators. Others were volunteers helping out. In one place, they were doing something like, you know, almost thinking like a, uh, a VBS mm-hmm. presentation before they broke up into going into uh, their their rooms for the classes, and you saw it in their eyes again. Mm. You saw it in the eyes of, of the the directors and the volunteers. They love what they do. They love their kids. They're trying to help. And how can I not support that? Yeah, mm. that's lovely, Paul. Thank you for sharing that. We call our sponsors Child Champions, so you can be a champion for a child. And trust us, they are in extreme poverty. And there are 14 countries that one child is working with right now where children are living in extreme poverty and they have very little hope. So some of you that are listening right now, you know a little bit about that. Maybe you've been in a place in your life where you felt you had very little hope. Um, Maybe you were raised in a broken home. Maybe that just didn't feel good to you and you at times felt like there was no hope. Um, Maybe you didn't even know who your your parents are, but someone came along for you. Maybe it was a teacher or a coach or um, someone that just stepped up and made a difference in your life and how significant that difference has been. So we are in that place now where we can step up and make a difference into the life of one of these beautiful boys and girls. You can go to MyFaithRadio.com and hit the one child, sponsor a child, and look these beautiful kids mm-hmm. over and, mm-hmm. and find uh, who the Lord is leading you to sponsor and start making a difference today. And Paul, Bill, I'm looking at these children on the MyFaithRadio.com website, and I can see the look in their eyes, Paul, that you described. These mm-hmm. are kids that are waiting. I'm looking at Elias and Nathan and uh, Barak. Something Barricat. Barricat Barricat. from Barricat. Ethiopia. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, Gash, Gashaw, and they're just they're they have that expectancy, and they also have that hunger, but they also have that uh, sadness. And you can be a champion right now and change that look of these children's eyes by going to myfaithradio.com and signing up. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Jerez Escalante. He's in Honduras. He's at the Dorcas Hope Center, which was one of the Hope Centers I visited. Okay. I kind of recognize the building behind him, uh, you know, the way it was set up. And I'm kind of going, did I ha- by chance meet him? Maybe, maybe not. He, he's, he, they're looking for a sponsor for him now. And I, again, you look in his eyes, there's kind of a, more of a stunned look. But at the same time, at the same time, I think he's expecting something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hopeful. Hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've seen 
their other friends and neighbors and church mm-hmm. members or, you know, community members, village members be sponsored, mm-hmm. be championed. So there is great anticipation. I think they're they're wanting someone to see them. God sees us all. And sometimes he asks us to see others in a way that we can help provide his love by taking care of, you know, their food, their medical needs, but most importantly, their spiritual center and their identity that happens in these hope centers. It's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. So, Paul, tell me about uh, Jill Tracy. She's coming up next. She was on the trip as well. Ah, yes. uh, Jill is uh, the half of the morning show on our station down in Omaha, Mm -hmm. uh, KGBI, which is a music station there. And... um, she, I, Did you get to know her at all? I got to know her. I, awesome. I've known her on and off a bit. I got to know her better on the trip. And uh, she, wonderful lady. Awesome. Uh, her husband is the uh, pr- program director down Jeremy. there. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy. So we'll learn more about her experience in Honduras that she took uh, with Paul in early November. But this is your moment. Today's the day to bring hope to one child. So it's in one moment in time you can be a child champion for one child. So claim this moment. Um, nobody else can have this moment because it's your moment to make a difference in the life of one of these beautiful kids. Go to MyFaithRadio.com and you can see the kids and decide who the Lord is leading you to sponsor. You can also call 800-864-0200. Jill Tracy's next. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.